The world is changing rapidly. Empowerment is happening actively. Now is the best point in time to connect, share our unique stories. Through life experiences, we're learning from others and discovering our limitless potential, challenging our beliefs and aligning our action to our values, embracing our emotions and transforming ourselves so we can transform the world. Will we trust the progress? I know like during these times, it's been very, very difficult um, and it, there's many opportunities. So can you kind of describe how you are feeling during these times? You know, um, it's I've gone through phases and there's um, relative to moving through the whole COVID phenomenon, if you will. Um, one is at a personal level, the disease, and the other is at the business level. So at the personal level, I have my middle son lives in China, so he went through the pandemic in advance and the lockdown and we're communicating with him and we're shipping him stuff, which took two months to get there. But so I had kind of a heads up. But interestingly enough, even despite that, my mindset was, well, you know, that's for them. That's for China. And uh, that's like so not going to happen here. That's, that's how I felt, you know, and it was kind of like, darn, I wish he would have stayed here. He was visiting us in December, uh, he and his fiance. Um, and I was like, darn it, they should have stayed in the States. And then mm -hmm. bam, it hit us. Um, so initially I took it really, really seriously in terms of the personal, um, I followed all the protocol and it was because it was predicated off of how my son in China, it was, extreme lockdown you know i mean they had the temperature scan if you went outdoors you were met by a guard who you were documented every everything you did if you went out you're documented where are you going oh you're going to the grocery store okay and then you had to be back and you had to check in with the guard and you know so i was kind of okay that's how china pushed through it and then so when it came to us i took it really seriously and i personally was not inside another building for seven weeks and it all worked out fine for me relative on the business side of things. Um, so the personal ones, I'm the CEO. My job is to protect myself because I have a team that depends on me. I have a staff with their income off of me running this business, you know. So I'm like, I got to stay healthy. And I tell my family, you know, why, you know, you, when you guys go out, you got to be really careful. I didn't want to get that disease, you know. So yes. I was taking that care and attention as kind of not just for my own, but for the benefit of the business, I got to keep ticking. I thought if I get hit by this disease, oh man, that's going to really hurt the business. So, and then I had a son move down, two sons moved down as a result of COVID and then, well, then the riots and they're up in St. Paul, Minneapolis. So, so we had a lot of internal family shifts going on. Okay. So for the business, I'm just going to say, my business is entirely online and i've been online for 15 coming up on 16 years so um it was i, I thought with great intrigue i thought this is going to be really interesting i wonder the innovation that's what the first thing 
I thought in terms of business, man, there's going to be a ton of innovation and I can't wait to see what's going to happen. So because anytime there's something that happens, be that good or bad for, and especially on the bad side, entrepreneurs, we think, ah, and it's latent with opportunity. That's how I saw it. That's how I viewed it. What's going to happen here? Now I sell e-commerce business education. Well, little did I know, I mean, basically it was this massive compression of instead of the growth being over the next five years, it got super condensed such that I termed it, well, we're in the Amazon lucky bucket. And we created a, a fun little video around that. And so for me, it was a godsend. That may sound, we do know some people ended up in the not lucky bucket and some in the lucky bucket. I ended up in the lucky bucket. So in terms of on the business side, we kept moving without a hitch. I've got people from the Philippines, Italy, US. There was no disruption. The only thing that we adjusted is we did set up a support call for our community members called um, EBS Connect. And we held a daily call all told five or six weeks as our way to support our community through what felt like extremely scary and uncertain times because at first they were pronouncing these really, really horrible death rates, et cetera. And so everyone was you know, pretty scared at that point. Um, so we did that and we did that for the emotional support of our members who they're Amazon third-party sellers. And we thought, well, that's what we'll do to provide emotional support. And by and large, people were attending it. Um, and then it kind of weaned off. And, you know, as we moved into latter end of April into May. Um, but for us, uh, you know, it's awkward to say, but for us, it was a blessing because we actually were in a brick and mortar business previously with a windshield replacement business. So it's like, I, I felt a horrible sorrow for the business owners. I truly did like tears type. Um, but it was like, Oh, I was, I was thankful, grateful, dear Lord. Thank you. We ended up in the lucky bucket. So it sounds like you were grateful and you looked at this period of time as an opportunity to kind of pivot and, and adapt. So describe to me, what are some activities is, that are providing you that feeling of, of gratefulness? Well, hmm, the feelings of gratefulness, I, on the whole, I try to have that mindset on a daily basis. My husband will go, oh, Anne, really? I'll say, yeah, I'm grateful for the clean water that comes out of the, the faucet. You know, I turn it on and I get clean water. I, that's amazing. So for me, I've always, my mental, spiritual, you know, makeup, emotional makeup is to try to have a spirit of gratitude that, you know, I'm blessed to have fill in the blanks. And the antithesis would be, you know, I'm, I'm disgruntled, I'm dissatisfied, but I, I still need this, 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 and that. So I, I worked hard as a kid. I was raised with a really hard work ethic. So I've just always had a mental attitude in life that if it is to be, it's up to me. So being grateful, I'm grateful for my health. You know, I'm grateful for what maybe for most people they don't think of or seem inconsequential, but to me, they're not. At any moment's notice, I could, there could be a car accident, who knows what all. So it's kind of just a part of my practice of who I am is being grateful. I, 
I journal every single day. So um, uniquely through COVID, I guess it was then, yes, I had a contrast of what it was like to lose a business, which we did. The windshield business was due to a law that got rolled out and we, we lost our business. And it was really hard for my husband. Um, and so my heart goes out for these people. So I'm never calloused about people's hardships because I've, I've, I've walked in those shoes, so to speak, not in everybody's shoes by any means, but I just know how quickly life can change and where you're, you know, riding high in April and shot down in May. Then I just try to have a daily, you know, walk in a spirit of gratitude. And, and it sounds like gratitude is part of your identity. Now, why, why gratitude? Why is gratitude mm -hmm. something that's important? And it, it, it is relative to this time, but just in general for your life. It's, it's a pleasing personality attribute. The stark contrast of someone who is me, 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 and how come I didn't get more, more, more is it's an immature, that's a, an extremely low level of emotional maturity. That would be the antithesis of who I don't want to be. And quite frankly, I think a lot of it is the fact that I, we have to go out into life with coping skills. And there's a book by, I can't think of the guy's name. He was um, a prisoner during World War II in the Nazi concentration camp. It's um, Man's Search for Meaning. Was yeah, that Frank, it? Frank. There you go, Victor Frankl. Victor yes. Frankl, yeah. Yes. And how could someone be in that situation and have this grateful spirit? And that's, so I look at it as I'm always equipping and I need to bank into my emotional, mm, spiritual in intelligence, for lack of a better word, so that when hard times come, I don't fall apart. You know, like today's culture has moved into people get triggered. If, uh, anything that confronts any kind of thing of how they see their reality and all of a sudden they're having a meltdown. It's like, we need to be grownups. We have to be adults and the life doesn't, the world doesn't fashion itself around us and our desires. It doesn't work that way. It's more about me having a sense of ownership of I help to create what I want instead of life happening to me, I make life happen. And so if you walk around with being constantly, uh, it's such a displeasing personality, the person who's angry and unhappy and why not be grateful? Why not be grateful for the clean water? There's people who walk five miles with a big bolo on their head to get their water for their daily use. And I'm in awe. And I think, wow, am I ever blessed? So it's so vital. And who wants to, like, if you want to have friends <laughs> and attract people to you and people to work with you, if you're not grateful, who would want to work for such a person? Who would want to be with such a person?